0: This podcast is hosted and produced by Ngululego Mindu in his personal capacity and does not reflect the views of any of his affiliates. The content on this podcast is for information purposes and does not constitute as material advice. Whatever you do, it's like, you know, whether, especially when it comes to a career, especially specifically for this AI career, this this thing is not known, you know, it's not, it's not like, you know, there's always, there's always some hype about some new algorithm, then later we find out that it actually doesn't solve um, what we thought it would solve. So those are opportunities, those they might look like they are challenges, but actually those are opportunities. Hi data peeps,
1: welcome to another installment of Data Journey, where we profile various data professionals in this big data space, data professionals in, you know, all shapes and forms. In today's episode, the data professional or you know the individual we're profiling today is none other than... James Masciani. James is a research scientist at IBM Research. Uh, James has a bit of an interesting profile, you know, when coming to this uh, data arena or data space, he comes from a, a theoretical physics background and an applied mathematics background. Uh, we'll, you know, ask the, ask him more questions or pick his brain as to how that path, you know, led him towards the arena of AI research. Uh, James is uh, particularly interested more in research in the healthcare space. So he's currently uh, researching on AI uh, research within the healthcare space, targeting mostly around uh, TB research, Genomic data research or X-ray research we'll delve in or touch more onto this type of research as we go along in the podcast. But without further ado, uh, welcome James to this episode. And uh,
0: thanks for having me on this thing. So uh, it's like um, now we we can actually you know you know just have these these nice conversations about about AI. I uh, know I'm honored.
1: Awesome. Awesome stuff, James. Yeah. Like James mentioned, we had a lot of these conversations offline. So we, I'm now giving him the the thought, you know, to, to impart on all these offline conversations we had. But to get into it, James, you know, you have a very interesting background uh, venturing to this AI space. What actually drove you, you know, to Go towards AI having gone through applied mathematics, theoretical physics, to find yourself now within like AI, particularly in healthcare. Um, you know, what drove you, know, you towards
0: the space? You know, for my I mean for my for my side, when I it was it was when I started, it was not really about about, you know, the AI or but I mean uh, when when I started in first year, you know, I I first did uh biology, so it's like I I thought maybe I would I would do biochemistry. You get so I always like from high school I always had this this kind of passion for you know chemical reactions, you know organic uh so stuff that 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 kind of like uh, uh that leads to 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 healthcare, but then. You know, there's, there was always that other side of of me that that uh, that loved uh, physics and and mathematics. So that's where that's where I started. So it's like then uh, I started with biochem. Then I uh, then I stopped that course. Then I joined uh, the other year. And then I did first year again. Then that's where I did applied maths and physics and maths. But then from that side, it's like. My goal was more focused on 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 physics because you know you know you, I mean you remember those days I mean um, especially when you're coming from high school you know <laughs> you know it's like it's uh, uh, <laughs> the you know you know in our minds we we're always like going for you know uh, the, the the most difficult thing you know what's what's you you know what's the most difficult thing that you know that we can do so I mean we were good with maths and 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 physics and, and some of us also with chemistry but then you know that's how that's how I, I ended up like following physics it was more on, on on that mathematical modeling but then i mean by that time that was like um 2009 yeah 2009 2010 but if, uh that's when i was introduced to to applied math so the computational or or the computing part uh part part of applied mathematics I also got got interested in that because you know I would always uh you know I would always ask myself it's like uh if, if you really want to solve like the most complicated problems you can of course you can do mathematical modeling on 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 pen and paper but you know when you don't know how to how to code and you can see you know that I mean, even during those days, like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, we could see uh, eleven. We could see that the world somehow is kind of like moving into into that digital space. Remember those days? Uh, I think I think the the hype was around like Android. You remember those days? <laughs> you get, so it's like we always knew that. Yeah, so it's like we always knew that, or, or I always knew that in yeah, yeah, back of yeah. my mind, there's always that. That coding part, but there was always um, that uh, that mathematical modeling skill that I needed. So, so then I continued physics, applied maths. Um, but then when I when I got to third year, it's like I saw that okay, I can push myself with physics, I can push myself with with applied maths. But there's that there's that programming, you know, programming skill that that we need and. Uh, I mean that led to that that led to like around 2013 we we're doing honors with, and then we were also doing coach lab. So that was you know that was um, the whole idea of you know we've got these people who who are good with mathematics they can you know they can solve these differential equations but when it comes to the computing side or the programming side or the coding side where because the coding side actually allows you to 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 scale your solutions so um that's where we did that program but from that from that uh moment around 2014 my mind was already set up that um I know I need a skill in mathematical modeling so I would you know I would use physics for that and then I know I need a skill in uh in like software engineering or programming so I would, let me just find ways to actually stick to, you know, to that to that coding part of it. And then later, when I continue with physics, you know, I, I increase my skills in mathematical modeling. While at the same time, when I when I um, when I'm working on the side, it's like I'm da- everything that I'm doing is just pure coding. So it's like then uh, once I finished my uh, my PhD, that's where it's like everything. You know, started to align. That's why I saw it's like okay, it actually makes sense to you know to 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 have like these kind of like uh, next generation engineers where uh, like these people are not really just focusing purely on on the modeling side, uh, but but they can actually write uh, they can actually write good prototype code. So uh, and then this, this then there's this new field of 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 data science, um, but actually, uh, I remember in twenty thirteen data science that's where it started to when know started to pop up. I also did a project in honors that 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 was around like um, uh, something on data science, but you know sentiment analysis. So now back then it's like we were using these <laughs> you know these bag of words models, but now you can do sentiment analysis with machine learning and and so so during my field there was always, you know, the courses that I would do, um, and the work that I would do on the side. It's like there was, there was always that, you know, data analytics, um, uh, component that that I know it's that at the end I just I'm just going to end up focusing on. So it's yeah that was, uh, yeah that was my path to like um, you know. Joining this uh, this new field of, you know, data science and and well, there's data science, there's AI. It's like this these terms, but I mean, at the core at, at the core of it, we know that we 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 want to be we want to be able to analyze any system without imposing a lot of rules on top of it. So we would want to use learning algorithms, regardless of how we. We structure our data sets, but that's um, that's I, 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 in in my opinion that's that's the core of what of what we are doing. Then there are a lot of different fields, you know, um, that yeah, that come into play. But I mean, most of it is like generate, I mean, companies have been generating data for for a very long time. Mines have been generating uh, generating data for for a very long time, and you know, it sits there. Banks generate data. Then it sits there, you know. Those those expensive servers they have to be maintained every year, whatever. But, I mean, there's this this new field of data analytics. It allows you know you know people who maybe not let's say in a banking field, not necessarily liking the 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 the, the banking side of it, but they can dig into that data and then use. Uh, use the methods statistical methods mathematical methods that that, that they 've learned uh, to 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 actually yeah. try and find something you know
1: interesting how you've mentioned that your path or pathway both from a you know technical or more mathematical uh, approach to to this space so you started you know trying to build up your mathematical modeling aspect and then as you your interest or your your knowledge grew in this era, you started being aware of, you know, the, the technical element, uh, which is, you know, would refer yeah. to the coding piece around, you know, solving your large scale problems using the more programming aspects of it. So for you, bridging the gap between you being more upskilling or going up with uh, the technical side of things and not necessarily having that coding uh, strength when you started off, how did you find uh the bridging of that gap you know what uh, did you find it to be a challenge or you know how do how, how <laughs> yeah, i mean, you that's, that um bridge that gap
0: i mean i i feel like um you know that question right it's like uh for 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 my let's say for my path to to this um to this let's say next generation or machine learning engineer it's like and preaching this this gap that you are talking about, it's like uh, I I I don't know if now I've bridged the gap, but I can see that. Oh, I could see that it was not it was not a it, it was not a one year thing. It was not a six months thing. It was not a a, a three year thing. So, I mean, uh, as I as I as I said before, that you know when you are doing first year, let's say first year physics. And maths and and applied maths, you know, you 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 get to do those you get to do those labs where you have to go there and code. When you come from that root of 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 hardcore, you know, theoretical, yeah. you know, you don't know, remember in high school where we were like, you know, you just want to, you just want the pen and paper that you know you and, and then you you feel like you can solve any problem. So if you come from that uh, from that background it's really difficult to adapt there. So, so it started in first year, you know, then you don't see, you, you see that, okay, coding is, is important, but at the same time, um, that coding that we were doing also, it was, it was more also on the computational side. Because, you know, when you're talking about bridging the gap, um, we would want to write mathematical algorithms in, 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 you know, in, in, in computational platforms, but then when you realize mm. that, uh, you know, these computational mm. platforms are limited sometimes, so, so now you'd have to go hardcore onto onto writing, you know, object-oriented programming. And so that there, then, there you need that computer science, you know, that computer science background. So just by realizing that, then you... Um, so mm. now I'm speaking in terms of, like, around, let's say, like, 2012... How I was feeling was mm-hmm. um okay, I can see that even mm-hmm. if I can code in MATLAB uh in a, in a, no matter how, how good I am in MATLAB, but but you know, I I haven't coded in Java, I haven't coded in in, in C, I haven't coded in Python. You know, you know, and, and remember during those days, it's like those I mean those things used to worry us. It's like you know, you know, you can see you can you can see people in the computer sites, you know they're able to write these algorithms and you you could see that there's there's a relationship between these things, but um it's not really clear at at that point so from twenty twelve I saw that okay I need something that will just remove me away from this analytical or theoretical um um I mean I mean way way of working or way of thinking to 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 this programming you know let me let me just learn how how let me see what these guys are doing is there is there something that I can I can learn from there then that's when the I mean I was I mean for for my side I was lucky there when when that coach lab uh program uh popped up so it was like okay yeah there's no you know there's no physics there's no tricks that you 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 know when you when you do analytical uh, problems, there's always there's always that step uh, those steps that you follow when you solve these kinds of problems. But yeah. then when, yeah, but then when you go to to programming, you know, yeah, you, it, it's totally different. So you have to learn that. I mean, I had to. I mean, I had to learn a lot of stuff from even be, before coach lab. I would look at some some python code on the side i mean it would be difficult but i mean i, I wouldn't care i would just 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 do it if I, if I if i was able to code it it's fine if I wasn't okay it's fine but then as i grew that's when i you know i started focusing more on coding and more on coding and you know even when i was doing post grad i was I was doing post grad but on the side i was um i was coding more and more on python i mean um, I think around 2016, 2017, um, there was this there was these books, uh, the I think it was the Jason books uh, on, on machine learning. So it's like you you just buy those books, they just teach you, you know, machine learning from scratch. It's like, you know, you 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 start learning these things and then when you continue with when well, I was continuing with physics uh post grad. That's where I could see that okay, as you continue studying studying these things, that's where that's where you see that they're closer, closer and closer So it's not bridging the gap. To answer your question, like bridging the gap is not a you know, you don't say okay, it's I like, like yeah. Like
1: you need to 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 uh, continue building your 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 knowledge in that domain, you know, be it your yeah. physics, your math. But at the same time, appreciate that there's a level of, like, coding that is involved for you to be able to use these two skills in conjunction. To, at the end of the day, it's, it's solving a problem with the best yeah. tools that you have.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's, um, I mean, that's true. I mean, another thing that you, or another way that, like, you can, I mean, you can think about it's, like, uh, MATLAB is like MATLAB is you have to buy it. It's like oh, or, me, or or Mathematica, you have to buy it. but when we, when we're, when we're in this digital age, I mean all you need is is Internet and a laptop you get. so you can just go online, you can download Python for free, and you can be able to solve all the, all the problems that we would solve in undergrad and postgrad whether it's in physics whether it's in statistics even if instead they they would write their programming uh, programming maybe in r or, or 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 something else and then in physics maybe they will write their uh their, their programming maybe in mathematics i mean we should be able to just do all of those things in python for free without buying any of you know any of those softwares it's like, that's i mean uh, that's that's the that's one of the, the, the main reasons that, I mean, that, that would drive me and actually keep learning on, on, on using these free tools. Cause at the same, at the end of the day, I mean, all these tools have to be accessible to, you know, to, to, to anyone who can access the internet. That's, 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 that's another story, but that's, that's also something that would, you know, drive me to learn how to code in Python and in, in, you know in c you know in c++ just to you know sometimes i'll check you know different codes in c how you write the same code in c++ and how you write it in you know in python so because the more we we are able to like to to learn how they build these things it's like our Uh, the learning is not, is not really for, for, from a research perspective, the learning is not really based on, you know, coming up with this new, like with, with this new model, then it solves everything. No, the, the learning is mostly based on how do we write these, these algorithms better, how do we write them such that they, they are optimized. We know we're dealing with, you know, with a lot of data. So there's a lot of, of things that um that haven't been solved actually in um in this in this in this new space. So that is also part of the the curiosity that um that would come into play that uh that actually impacted how I chose my career, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, you touched on a very good point now uh James when you mentioned around the research component, you know, we now bring it home to your to your career as a research scientist now. So when one speaks about AI research, you know, like I'm just thinking about the layman here. You know, what does AI research involve? Uh,
0: I mean, I mean AI, um, AI research, it can be defined in, um, in, 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 in different ways. I mean, it, it has been there for, 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 for a long time um but um the closest thing it's like um it's more of like computational intelligence so it's it's i think like i said before um especially for 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 ai what you want to what you want to have is to have a system that that requires minimum rules uh for you to tell it on however it, it 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 um however you want it to behave. So any system that you want to solve, you want to impose minimum rules. So you would want to have an algorithm that learns um, those kinds of rules, maybe not those kinds of rules, but things there that that actually represents that kind of a system. So, I mean, artificial intelligence, it's, uh, I mean, it, like like I said, it can be defined in, In many ways but it's but it's mostly but it's mostly computational uh computational intelligence it's mostly building algorithms that um you you just minimize you just minimize the the number because we know that you can't solve every system you you can't know every rules of every system so and most of the systems that real world systems that we look at we don't know the uh the, the the their nature or the or their rules on how on how they behave so 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 ai comes into play when it can actually tell us more about the system without us imposing a lot of rules.
1: Okay now it makes sense uh yeah. uh when you when you put it around like empowering machines the to be able to make decisions you know without being explicitly informed, but it's just giving it a framework of, of making decisions. So in your space, uh, James, mostly around your healthcare interest, you know, can you give us some examples of how you, uh, or your research within AI around this area of healthcare, you know, some some examples of how you're using it in your space?
0: Um, so in... Um... You know, in healthcare, because uh, there there are different fields that uh, that researchers can take, but we know that this new machine learning um, uh, machine learning approach into solving problems. So, the healthcare that we do is like we look at in the healthcare space, um, which which types of problems that. That uh, that can be solved either faster, or, or or quicker, or smarter. So, so it's like you can also do some research on how you can use maybe machine learning to solve, uh, to solve these healthcare problems. So, in in the healthcare space, we know that there are already doctors, people who uh, who are qualified to 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 be making decisions about 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 patients we we don't build algorithms that that would make decisions about um about 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 patients we don't we don't build algorithms that uh, let's say maybe would, would 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 diagnose a patient but our our goal is more um uh is more on the, the 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 current healthcare uh, system infrastructure how it, how can it be optimized how it how can it be digitized especially using these uh these new methods um on uh, machine learning and ai so but then that's that's like the um, i mean that's like that's 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 like the 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 vision uh but then my specific uh my specific research is on is on genomics and um and in and image analytics so but in the in the space of 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 tp you know you know healthcare is a huge space it's separated into disease areas um you can't you can't be in healthcare then you you solve problems in cancer then you solve problems in tp then it's you know it's, it's, it's it's uh, you can pick a disease area maybe for a specific time. You can jump maybe, but uh, for now on my on my case, my disease area, uh, the disease area that I that I chose is TP. I mean, there are. I mean, if you, if you if you look at, I mean, forget about machine learning, forget about uh whatever career we choose or or, or we chose. I mean, TP is. TP is a problem globally so whether people come from uh, from medicine or people come from computer science or people come from physics i mean solving the problem of of TP would actually make the world a better place literally if if we do that so that was i mean that was more of 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 my drive on actually to to choosing to choosing TP um, but then, it, even though my research is is, is on TP, like, like I said, we don't do diagnosis. We don't build systems that maybe say that the the patient is has TP or the patient doesn't have TP. But we 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 we're mostly focusing on on research. So let's say for genomics, uh, for instance, you know if. Especially for in in TP, is that you know when a patient goes uh, to the hospital and then they get diagnosed with TP. I mean, we know it's not just TP; there are all the, also other diseases. For them to actually confirm, uh, to confirm the type of TB that the patient has, I mean, it would take two months to three months. Wow. So wow. So there, yeah. So so there, you could see that there's a problem. Okay. Yeah. Regardless of yeah, regardless of where you you come from, from, uh, from any field, but you could see that we need that system to, to be quicker. We need, as we need a, you can say we imagine a, a situation where a patient can go to the clinic, they feel like they are sick, maybe they are suggestive, they t- they are suggestive of T P. they get tested there, you get the full results, maybe let's say in one hour or two hours you know so that's there you have solved like a a a real problem you know it doesn't take like 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 3 months you know then you know all these things that happen, but that is a that is a tp that that's the tp side of you know of, of of the project uh but to solve that you would you the one thing that makes it takes like 3 months is like the the, the phenotype results so it has to go to the lab. It has to go to the NHLs, you know, where they have to perform tests and 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 then phenotype and then you know and then check whether the TP is it susceptible to all the drugs or it's resistant to some drugs. But all of that information, like using culture to 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 test, you know, the the resistance of let's say. Um, of a sample, all of that information we, we, we know or we assume, or there's been studies that have been shown that, you know, g- genotype information can, um, just from genotype information, you can tell a lot about resistance of 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 a patient. So if genotype information is something we can access, we can sequence, you know, we can sequence the sputum of uh, of of the patient, we can get those results in a digital format. And when we get those d- results in a digital format, it's like um, you know, it's like fast Q files. Uh, those files contain genomic information about, let's say, uh, that that TP sample of 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 that patient. Then that's where you have that's where your 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 mathematical modeling or or, 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 or or your data science uh, um, or your analytics comes in, because now we know that instead of taking the route of phenotype, where we send the sputum to the lab, it takes you know you know it takes it takes months to be processed or analyzed, we can just sequence it, analyze that genomic information, and then get the same results. so and if we can show that you know analyze that genomic information you know faster then um then it's kind of closer to solve like, solving them
1: problem. Problem. Yeah. Uh, the yeah so what you've just mentioned james it sounds a lot like magic you know <laughs> like how you you're able to move from this manual or non-digitized space digitizing the information and creating the magic now this is where you do your analysis so for your from your perspective you know from your experience what is the most challenging or i would say within the south african landscape you know that is a big hindrance or a big challenge for for us to to realize this magic that you've just describe you know being able to analyze you know within that value chain or life cycle what what is your pain points in that area you know what what are some of the areas you think us to realize some of that value you've described these are the things we need to solve for
0: yeah i mean that's a, I mean that's a that, that's a good question because um you know there's a lot of there's a lot of things that that come into play when um on that whole pipeline to actually uh let's let's say let's say our goal is to minimize the risk of uh uh the patient relapsing on uh on their tp therapy they they just go through one tp therapy then they get cured they get out of the hospital you know there's no more cost to 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 the government you know um there's a lot of things that come, come uh, come into play that, uh, I mean, especially in, in the South African perspective, you know, especially from the government actually, you know, there's always that sentiment that, uh, you know, the government is slow, you know, on other things, they're slow. But I mean, on the health, on the healthcare, I mean, research side, I mean, I mean, if you look at, if you look at the NICD, if you look at uh, NHLS, um, those those people are actually, they're actually doing a good job. So whatever they are doing there, um, whatever they are doing there, they're actually doing uh, a very good job. But we know the problem is that um, we we are one of, of the high burden countries of TB. So it's, it's like South Africa, China, I think there's India also. Um, you know, so if you look at uh if you look at the if you look at this I think the stats on on TP here in Africa is like uh it's like maybe like one million people die of 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 TP maybe like here in Af- in Africa. I think four hundred thousand get TP here in South Africa. Wow okay. yeah, per year. Um, um, but it's like it, it, the problem that. is you might think the government on the i mean there are there are components where we could speed uh things up right but um we should also shouldn't forget that we're also you know on one of the highest uh uh countries uh with with high burden of t p you get so i mean a lot of a lot of research institutes uh here in in, in South Africa they're actually doing a good job in doing research on t p and you know trying to um, you know trying to minimize even the budget the budget on t p is like it's 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 really expensive it's like you know but they try but then at the same time you know it gets very difficult then now. Think about our side now from from the digit- let's say from the digital side now so so we've we've looked at their problem we know that they are not really doing that there, but the main problem is that you know we we are just stuck with this problem. we have a lot of people that have that have you know t p and it comes t p and h i v you know all of those complex things so now on on the digital side of it where we have to come in now and say, okay, we can see that, okay, this is how the system works. How can we contribute to you know, how can using not just machine learning, you can use machine learning, you can use any mathematical method from the digital data, because we know they've been connecting digital data. We know that every field has been, you know, the healthcare has been slow, you know, every, data they they store it on on physical files i mean but we know we know in europe we used to elect in europe they've moved to uh full electronic records um for, for 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 patients so once you have a space where uh most of the electronic records are digital let's say maybe like here in africa that's where you can you can you can actually perform your analytics i mean We know once you can digitize the data, you just leave it to the engineers to figure out uh, what's there, but you know, the converting the data from, you know, from whatever format to that digital format is still that, it's still something that we, I think as in the healthcare space, it's still something that we have to work on. Uh, And it's not that other people haven't tried to, especially in the healthcare space, I think, Uh, There are companies that I've heard that uh, they've tried, I think even KPMG tried to, you know, digitize um, healthcare records. I'm not really sure. Uh, I'm not not, not really 100% sure about that specifically, but uh, I know there are companies who have tried to actually digitize healthcare records, but, um, you know, not all hospitals, especially, you know, low-income, low-income settings you know it's still those physical records so on those physical records there's massive and massive amounts of data that uh, people like us uh i mean who have the energy to just go in there it's uh, whether it's structured or it's unstructured you know try and come up with algorithms that can actually analyze that data we need it to be digital first so i think that's you know that's 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 <laughs> That's one of
1: the major bottlenecks there. Okay, James, another consideration for me, you know, we we always try to to bring it in the in the view or in you know in the in the realistic yeah. point of view, making it more real. Yeah. You as yourself, you're an AI researcher. You know, you do this on a day by day basis. AI research in South Africa, is it a, a lucrative, you know, career path? Is there enough funding going into this space? You know, is it something that is like an attractive career path? Because um, I'm looking in the context of our country, you know, with high unemployment rate. Is this an area that's attracting funding? Are they like institutions that are in the space that are looking for... AI researchers, you know, just to bring it home to aspiring Oh yeah, I know that's um,
0: that is uh, you know if you when when it comes to career paths, right? Um, now, because of this globalization, uh, career paths now are no longer like like independent of what is happening globally. Do you get it? So it's like, um, yeah. So we have to look at what is happening globally. Yeah. we know, especially here in South Africa, I mean, we have our own issues. We, 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 we are slow. We're not that, you know, quick as like the, that we don't generate as, you know, so much IP, like, like, you know, like China or, or, or the U S. Um, but we know we know that we can access the information that they are using to solve their problems because now we have the internet you know so and we we also know that there are problems that here in South Africa that maybe they are not there maybe here in the US here in 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 South Africa i mean right you can't cause um Maybe let's say you won't uh let's say maybe there's no funding, let's say maybe on self driving cars. let even here in Africa, right? Um, as much as there's no funding in 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 self driving cars, but there's a lot of funding in self driving cars in the US and China, or Europe, whatever. But here in Africa maybe there's no it's limited, right? But here also in Africa there's a lot of funding. And actually, you know, you know, Africa is still solving like real, like real, you know, these, you know, these problems that, you know, other countries don't have, you know, if you, if you look at, if you, if you look at other countries, you can just build an app, you know, it's just an app that does whatever, you know, whatever simple thing, the, the, the the difference with, with Africa, South Africa, okay, South Africa is a little bit different because it also has it has more access to the global market but if you look at it from that perspective it's like there are more opportunities in africa to actually you know especially in the healthcare space, you know in the in the um, uh in, in the environmental space you know in the it it's not just the building apps of i don't I don't, I don't have an example i don't know if you get what i what I'm saying, it's like, um, it's different. Yeah, yeah.
1: The nature of the problem. You know, you know, in the US, you can just,
0: you know, you yeah. can just build an app that that, 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 that can do makeup to a person, You know, but here in Africa, it's like this. You know, you know, there's different problems. You know that we <laughs> we are facing, and there's a lot of funding that is directed to that to those problems, and um, and I. Yeah, but then as AI, you know, you know that question also, uh, we shouldn't be like naive and think like, you know, if you ask me that question like last year, you know, I'll give you, you know, the answer that maybe I gave you now, but due to the pandemic, it's also, you know, it's also a different time now. Um, So, even Mm -hmm. if you forget Mm -hmm. about you know the 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 coronavirus, what it has done, lockdowns. Um, but if you think about it, the more you have people in, you know, in fixed places, the only way they can interact with the world is the internet. You know, so that is why I even saw, you know, I mean, these 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 yeah. companies, like digital companies or tech companies, grew during the pandemic because you know everybody's is, is 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 just on the internet so you know i mean i even 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 nvidia um there's a, i think there's a code that uh uh that that they've published on you know reducing the latency of you know low quality video you can you, you can convert low quality video to high quality video uh using machine learning so even with with uh with with, with low data so that's that's a problem that you only face when you have a lot of people, you know, that are stuck at home with low quality, uh, low quality data, where, or when they or low quality videos. I mean, let's say when they watch videos, and instead of waiting for you know for the government to set up proper in, infrastructure, you can just build a model that converts uh, low quality video to high quality video, you know. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's like a real-life problem that, uh, that you can do. But now, because there's a pandemic, it actually, because there was a pandemic, digitization or, or, or automation or AI is now accelerated. You know, it's faster than, you know, we need, uh, we need I mean, imagine, uh, imagine if in a plant, there's a pandemic, people can't go to work. You know, businesses have to shut down, you know. It's not nice to say, but if there were robots I and mean production would have, you know, maybe stepped in. So it's a world that we don't know how it will look like, but we can see it's accelerating. And the only thing that we are sure sure of is that it's accelerating towards more and more and more automation. So from the South African perspective, we can't, uh, we can't be left behind. We can't be left behind. And when it when it's choosing a career, um, you also need to think about, because South Africa is different from, you know, other African countries. From South Africa, you can also get jobs uh, abroad. So you would want to choose a career that, where if, let's say, if you want to apply at Google, they can take you. Or if you want to apply at Nvidia, they can take you. You get so if you want to follow that career path uh, of, of of AI, you have to pick a job maybe let's say around here in SA that would allow you to you know to increase your skills maybe to uh, to a better company. because we know that um, whether South Africa gets left behind or not, the world is moving towards automation. So.
1: Yeah, no, I, I get the, the whole, like, globalization aspect, uh, James. The thing that always springs to mind, they, you will hear there's a demand mm-hmm. increase, you know, in these type of skills. Yeah. But what is the reality, you know, in the market? Are there other examples of, like, an IBM research within South Africa that allows us to cultivate the local talent? Well, we always having to look globally out there to service like external markets. You know, from your experience, are you are you seeing a lot of that cultivation of the AI interest? You know, South Africa, or are you now overview that it's more around um, being more adaptable globally? Yeah,
0: the, so we spoke about we spoke mostly like about the global uh, the global part of. It. You know when it comes to the local when it comes to mm. the uh to the local uh, mm. part of it I've had conversations with with certain people certain like small companies where they they want to move into that space you know mm. um but you know in South Africa it's difficult to move cuz the first thing is that uh you know these 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 type of engineers these guys who will you know, go and, and learn all of these new machine learning stuff, they are expensive number one. Right. So yeah, they are more expensive than than on yeah. average than 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 the normal than the normal software engineers. So um if you look at it is slow but if you look at places like uh you know, programs like, like 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 the Coach Lab, right? It has expanded, you know, even though, you know, like um, there at Bram, there's, there's, there's IBM research, but there's all, also other companies and you also see companies like apps, uh, you know, PCX, you know, funding these software, you know, software uh, engineering and AI digitization, uh, either through internships or, 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 or through, you know, entrepreneurships and in Cape town, if you look at Cape town, uh, it already started to, to, I mean, a lot of companies have already moved like to to Cape town when when it comes to this, uh, this new digitization. And so here in SA, you know, I, It is, it is happening, but it's, uh, you know, it's not, it's not as fast as, 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 as as we want, because, you know, even if a typical example is like, even if you, at school, you do this, this, this AI machine learning stuff, right, then when you go, let's say, in a bank or, uh, let's say, maybe in a consulting firm, I mean, whether you like it or not, that's not, that's not, they are, they are not experts on those things. You get it. They're not experts on the, they're experts in banking or they're experts in consulting, but they are not really experts in in doing that using machine learning or using AI or you get. So it, it, especially these times from like, you know, 2013, I mean, for us especially here locally in the south african perspective when it comes to looking for jobs for you know this data science it has been rough i mean the there's been you know there's been people who are lucky you know but but i mean it has been rough and it's all it's all based on you know people are still moving you know towards towards this space but yeah, but as as time grows as time goes, then you'll see investments yeah. growing, uh, growing in this space. Because even now, uh, even now, if you look at if you, if if you, if you look at banking, if, if just think about the pandemic, uh, if you ask yourself, how do you do banking during you know during during a pandemic? It has to be digitized. You know how do you, you know? So. I don't really have the numbers on, on whether they are hiring more people to actually do that. But, uh, but I mean, even, even the government is, has been giving out like, uh, you know, uh, training, you know, training programs on, 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 on for IR and stuff. So we're still at the low, uh, but, but we're moving, we're moving as, as, as time goes. So I still, I think it's a
1: good, yeah, yeah, there's hope. There's hope at the end of the day. Yeah, no, that's good. That's it's a bit encouraging to hear that. Uh, let's not lose sight of the, the need to future-proof our skills to to take advantage when these things become mainstream, and not like always play sort of like uh, you know catch up or be on the back foot. But I'm gonna put you on the spot, James. Before we we wrap up now, I like asking such a question near the end. If we had, if you had to look into your, your crystal ball for AI, then not maybe just South Africa, but maybe even globally, uh, you know, what what we should we look out for? Or what are the things that we should watch out for? And where do you see you know some some more <laughs> forthcoming development uh, you, forthcoming know that
0: <laughs> you know that question it's like uh, when I'm looking <laughs> at the time. It's like... <laughs> I like that. That's like My a 15 minute ad. <laughs> 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 I'll
1: ask. i ask for you to be to give me the best three minutes yeah, elevator yeah. pitch, James. You learned uh, about at coach um, lab, isn't it?
0: <laughs> you know you know that's uh that's that's you know that's a very challenging question because it's a question that i've also been you know been asking myself as you know we can we we can do we can do ai in research we can solve these problems you know but exactly what is you know what is the future what is what is that you know what is that thing that you know will, will will hit us if if we were not looking. You know, it will, it will hit us badly, or if we're prepared, you know, the rewards would be great. I mean, it's um, like I've it's something that I've had I've had conversations with with, with guys that I went to school with, you know, and you know we you know would have conversations, would share some papers, would share some code on, but what what we've seen is that you know you know self-organizing systems is something that is that is underrated uh, but you know but I think it, it will it will have a lot of I mean a lot of I think it will it will disrupt the um, um, I mean the the if not the job market or, or just the research it's 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 still at, at its infancy you know you know self-organizing systems it's like you know you know the, you know the system shapes itself into whatever, let's say maybe shape that, that, that you, you know these transformer things, you know, so that, um, yeah, we might think it's like science fiction, but you know there are some guys, yeah. I mean there are some guys at, at Nvidia, there are some guys at 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 MIT that are looking at, uh, at those things, and we're also looking at those things. Those things are cool stuff, man, it's like I mean if you think about if if you can if you can manufacture self organizing plastics you know that's that you you can just tell the plastic to move from one position to another you know it can shape itself wow. to whatever shape you know it can wow. so that you can clean the whole <laughs> you can clean the whole world with just you know of course that is you know that is something that when we talk about it's like when like yeah. No, maybe that might, but I mean, I think it's something that, you know, we have to look at, you know, this, we can program all of these things, but at the end of the day, you know, you would want, I mean, you would want your, you would want your objects, you would want anything that you have, you know, to be foldable, you know, you can, you know, there's these 3D printers, you know, you, you would want to be able to fold anything to any shape, um, and and i think and i think that's something that that, that is going to be going like if not in then uh after five or ten years but in, like in the next you know in the next 20 years so, yeah.
1: okay no we'll yeah. watch the space <laughs> and and maybe quote you in five years time and, and watch this space yeah no, James, just as a last question, man, anyone that's looking to go within this path that you are on, any words of wisdom or knowledge that you'd like to impart on any, any tips for anyone looking to
0: follow yeah, your, I mean, your path? I mean, it's like... Um, I mean, in general, whatever... I mean, in general, it's like whatever you do, is like, you know, whether especially when it comes to a career especially specifically for this ai career this this thing is not known you know it's not it's not like you know there's always there's always some hype about some new algorithm then later we find out that it actually doesn't solve um what we thought it would solve so those are opportunities those they might look like they are challenges but actually those are opportunities so it's like now it's, it's not exactly like the, 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 internet bubble where, you know, you know, Amazon and, and these companies made their money, but I think now, um, I think now there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of gap in, 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 actually build, you know, building code, you know, you know, building code that, that does, uh, things that, you know, that, that we haven't seen before. So, you know, that's that's like an opportunity because you know as the if you just stick around more code more code more and and you know learn more you know solve more problems um you might you might think you're not doing anything but if you look at i mean if you look at, if you're going to look at the world in five years you'll see that it's either you'll be able to to build your own company or you can you can actually be able to apply to you know any of these companies and and, uh, and get a good job, you know. So I, I I don't feel like it's something that you know we have. Yes, we have to doubt, but the doubt it's on the research itself. It's like we have to do it because um, either way we, we won't under, we won't understand. We won't be able to solve. We'll be limited in solving our problem. You know and and these old you know these old jobs you know they are going away you know whether uh i mean it's us who are making them go away so it's, so it's you know we need we need we need we need we need we need a world where i mean anyone from anywhere who can just have a laptop and internet with their own dedication they can just sit there cold and cold and cold and, cold and then Know, build something that is you know that is amazing that you know that contributes uh to solving the uh, the the real problems that we have and ai plays a a a, a huge part in you know in that
1: okay awesome awesome was there james yeah the challenge is there ladies and gents on on solving these future ai problems who knows we might be speaking to the next, uh, you know, your Zuckerbergs, your
0: Eric Page. You know, <laughs> hey, maybe yeah, James I mean, is one yeah, of those people but I who I mean, knows. you know, it's like, uh, I mean, the world always continues that, right? It's like we'll have this uh, Jeff Bezos of of this generation. We'll have Jeff Bezos of the other generation. I mean, it, we just have to decide whether it's us, but there will be a Jeff Bezos of. well. You know, of the next generation, whether we like it or not, you know. So we just have to, you know, you know, you know, pull our socks up and see that you know, the 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 competition is real and it's health it's healthy competition because we are all trying to solve uh, we are all trying to make the world better. We are all trying to you know, to to solve real life problems that actually you know it can it can change uh, people's lives. You know.
1: Yeah, no, that's awesome, James. With with that, uh, I'd like to thank you for making time to speak to the Data Journey community. Uh, just around, like, where can we find you if we want to engage with you? Any social media handles, please share those with us just for the our you know our listeners to to Ah, you know know, social
0: media i I only just have you know only just have facebook i can't you know i can't handle i can't handle instagram and twitter so uh, on on facebook if you just look at mash junior um m a s h then junior uh then uh, that's where you'll find me then um just from there if anyone wants to talk, you just you just say you just send a DM. You know, there's there's no stress.
1: We can talk about anything. Awesome, awesome stuff, James. No, thanks a lot for for availing yourself and giving us your words of wisdom. As we always say at the end of our recordings, you know, not everything that can be counted counts. Yeah. Choose the right problems. Yeah. No, thanks. You. Thanks. Man. Thanks a lot.